0: on Radio 1 FM. Tēnā koutou i ahi, ahi These are your Tereo Irirangi Kotahi, Radio 1 News Headlines for Rahina, April 26th. Ko Aileen tene. Anzac Day was commemorated around Otipoti and New Zealand yesterday, as thousands gathered at dawn to remember the 106th anniversary of the Gallipoli campaign of World War I. Thousands gathered in Queen's Gardens in central Otipoti early yesterday morning for the dawn service, which was cancelled last year due to COVID. The RSA highlighted the role and experiences of women in the military, both those who served and those who remained in New Zealand. Colonel Kate Lee of the New Zealand Defence Force, who led the address, emphasised the role of the Defence Force today, particularly the service personnel working at the border as part of New Zealand's COVID response. The OUSA Anzac service was held at midday on Sunday. OUSA President Michaela Waite-Harvey said that the time which has passed since the Gallipoli landing adds to the importance of such gatherings. The disconnect of time from the suffering and tragedy of war means it is even more important to commemorate and remember the sacrifices that our soldiers made. Ceremonies like this give us an opportunity to look outside of our daily lives and imagine what it may have been like over a hundred years ago. Te Ropu Māori Tumuaki, Karamea Fairangi spoke of the New Zealanders whose bodies have never been recovered from overseas. Today, we remember the many servicemen in London who left our shores to fight for what many of us today take for granted. We listen to the stories of the countless soldiers who, who till this day rest with our fellow comrades so far away from the Tūra Nga The decision to push back the DCC's Tertiary Precinct Upgrade to 2030 has been opposed by both the University and OUSA, as reported by critic Te Arohi. Originally intended to begin this year, the Tertiary Precinct upgrade has been pushed back to at least 2030, with only $1 million allocated to the project in the 2021-31 budget. The DCC told Critic that this is for preliminary planning work. OUSA President Michaela Waite-Harvey says the upgrade plan has been discussed for decades and that it cannot be delayed for another 10 years, especially after the cost of already completed consultation and planning work. She told Critic the upgrade intended to make the Otago campus safer by making the area more pedestrian-focused and improving accessibility for other transport options, such as cycling and busing. She said it will also make the campus more attractive to live and study in. Chief Operating Officer of the university, Stephen Willis, said that whilst the university acknowledges financial pressures on the council, it would still be making a submission to the council, asking for the delay to be reconsidered. In February of this year, temporary changes in line with the plan for the upgrade were scheduled to be made to Union Street West, which would have allowed students to give feedback on the proposed upgrades. He says that the growth the Tertiary Precinct and University are experiencing means its infrastructure needs to be updated to, quote, reflect the needs of a diverse and growing city. Submissions to the Council on the 10-year plan can be made at www.thefutureofus.nz. 14 flats in the student precinct have been listed by Cutler's property management for lease in 2022, leading to mixed reactions from students, critic Te Aruhi reports. Located on Castle, Leith, Dundas and other nearby streets largely populated by students, the listing advertises leases beginning in January 2022, over eight months from now. Viewings for this first release of flats took place earlier in the month. Critic Te found mixed reactions to the early release of flats amongst students, reporting that whilst first-year students seemed pleased with the prospect of signing a well-known flat early, older students opposed the idea. One said that signing up for a flat on Castle Street is an exciting prospect for a first-year, yet they are really signing up for quote, rubbish everywhere and not enough sleep. It's not the first time Cutler's has faced criticism for its rental practices. In 2019, the property management agency ran a competition to sign the lease on student flat debacle, where the potential tenants who made the highest offer for rent would take the tenancy. The competition, widely condemned as exploitative, was cancelled after media scrutiny, and Cutler's apologised. In 2020, the agency came under fire again for encouraging tenants to use non-DCC rubbish bags, which council rubbish services will not dispose of. Cutler's declined critic's request for comment. A newly discovered kumara pit on Otago's west harbour has been dated to 1450, confirming the long-held oral traditions of local hapu and iwi. The kumara pits in Konui, located approximately 20 minutes drive north of Dunedin towards Long Beach, are more than 200 kilometres further south in Canterbury, which was previously thought to be the southernmost point at which kumara grew in Aotearoa. The find affirms Matauraka Māori, or traditional knowledge, says manager of local hapu Kāti Huirapa Naka ki Teraki, Suzanne Ellison. Māori oral tradition has long claimed that kumura were used in te waiponamu. The discovery highlights the need for the oral history of mana to be taken seriously in academic research. The research was led by archaeologist and associate professor at the University of Otago, Ian Barber. Professor Barber told the Otago Daily Times the finds rewrite the archaeology and history on the subject and said it was, quote, pretty cool to have found the southernmost ancient kumara supply close to Dunedin. That was the news with Tereo Iridangi Irirangi Kotahi, Radio 1. Now, time for the weather. The Radio 1 91 FM weather. Today we can expect rain around midday, with showers scattered through the afternoon, and northwest winds turning southwest and cold this evening, and a high of 14. Tomorrow looks even more wintry, with a high of 10, scattered showers and snow to 500 meters. Keep warm, ortipotti.